Hello, welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyke. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merc Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We're locked and loaded, ready to go on a championship weekend. Lots of stuff to go over. If you missed it already, go back. If you're listening, uh, you know, you probably already heard our AFC NFC Conference Championship games. We've got, um, we're going to be talking next week. Obviously, we're talking Super Bowl for a good chunk of the show. And then after the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, you know what we do. It's mock draft season and i'm very excited about it um as we kind of get loaded up and ready to go into the offseason for the nfl but before we do that we got a lot of stuff to talk about today mike we've got the royal rumble uh mike is looking over reviews and such and he is disappointed we're all a little bit disappointed we'll explain why um we're gonna be talking tom brady and the i guess pending retirement question mark question yeah. mark maybe we think so but maybe not i don't know everything we say here could be totally wrong exactly like by the time you guys listen to this tomorrow you guys will be like you guys are stupid um and then we're also gonna be talking the nfl coaching hires as well uh, we may throw in some some michigan basketball losing to michigan state as well because that was rough but here we are nonetheless uh let's let's just start off at the at the very top of this i think royal rumble is going to take precedence here just because it was a it was on a saturday b we don't technically know if brady's retiring so we'll save that for a second but let's talk rumble mike um a lot of optimism going into the show we talked at nauseum about the possible you know scenarios i think any scenario that we suggested last week on the show would have been a gajillion times better than what they did they mm-hmm. did the very streamlined approach they did the um, complete op- like opposite of what I thought they would do, yep. but it didn't make it any better. No. Because no. I thought they were going to do like a complete opposite where I thought Roman yep. was going to lose, yep. then win the Rumble, and challenge yep. Lesnar. Yeah. And they did like the exact opposite of yep. that, yep. which is not any better. No, no. And, and I think we can both agree that you didn't need to have Brock or Roman win the Rumble in order to get Roman versus Brock for the title. And we'll explain, I guess, why they did that. But let's start at the very beginning of the show, Mike. Um, opening the show, Roman, Seth, Universal Title, best match on the card. Not even yeah, close. It's not even. It's not even really. Yeah, I, I mean, woof. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, talk to me. I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> so happened. defeated. I mean, we come. We're coming <laughs> on the air here. We're we're less than. Tw- we're 12 hours removed from. From the men's rumble and the finish, and you're just you just wake up with a bad taste in your mouth, and it's just not good. But we got to go through it. We got to yeah. grit and bear it. We got to, so, I guess, try to rationalize what the yeah, hell we're doing. So we had so we had Roman come <laughs> out first, which yep. immediately I said, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And so Rounds came out with his shield music, and I yep. said, All right, I get yeah. that. I get that. That's yep. cool. Um, they had a nice slow match that went 14 minutes and 23 seconds. Roman Reigns uh, loses technically by DQ yep. because he choked out. Right or uh, Rollins, Rollins yeah. and went let go after the five count, which yeah. after the ref helped Rollins get to the rope. Yeah, he then was like, "I'm let me crank your neck out in this guillotine." Yeah, and then uh, five count, Rollins wins technically, and it was uh, by far the best match on the show. Yeah. on Cage Match, uh, which is the website I used to, uh, to find my ratings for matches, yep. it got a seven point two four out of ten because obviously star ratings have not come out yet. Yep. I would assume this gets like a three and a half. Yeah. if I had to guess, probably kind of a good match. I thought outside of the finish, which was kind of poopy, but like yeah. I thought the actual match itself was really good. You had several mm-hmm. close, uh, close finishes. Um, you know, Seth is one of the best in the world. So every time you give him yeah. a little bit of time, it just works. Him and Roman, every time they're in the ring together, it just seems like magic happens. And yeah. this is no different. They, they they could not have started the show out any hotter with Roman coming out. People were people were ready. 
And I mm-hmm. think people were ready to see Rollins get this win here. Yeah. I, I felt like people were like, let's I, go. I feel like this was the match, <clears throat> shoot, so you opened with it. Also, the card order yeah, it was very was weird. Re- very weird. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they opened with this one, and I think people were like, okay, Rollins is going to win this one, mm-hmm. and now we're going to get pumped to see what happens later. Right, for the WWE title match, but then yeah. when Reigns won, I feel like it kind of just like deflated the bubble that everyone had. Yeah. Like Everyone was like, Okay. Yeah. And then they, I think I think people were starting to like prep themselves and like yeah, okay they were so like, wait okay well, maybe, so maybe 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 Brock retains and then maybe, maybe Brock retains and we do my glorious route of you yeah. do like an Edge two thousand nine at the Elimination Chamber yeah, yeah, where yeah. one enters loses goes into the other one wins the chain blah 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 and then you set up something but neither one wins yeah, yeah. the Rumbles right but then later stuff happens. And it yeah. does not work out my way. But anyway, so this match, best match on the show. Um, yeah. Roman's still champ. Roman's, Roman's been still champion champ. for 500, 500 and by the time you guys hear this, 18 days, I believe, will be yeah. when you guys first hear this. If you listen to this on a Monday, yeah, only I'll four see. other guys, I believe, have held titles longer than him right now. He's beaten Cena's number um, for one consecutive reign. I think Bruno... Pedro Morales and Hulk Hogan are the only three other guys that have held the championship. Yeah, I believe longer. that's what they said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking back in history. Oh no, and Bob Backlund. Sorry, there's four. Um, Bob Backlund held his first title for like six years. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's pretty crazy company to think about. Honestly, it's weird because he's, there's two world titles, right? So it's it's a little bit easier to do mm-hmm. that if you want to. Um, but I remember when Cena held the title for that year and almost like a year and a half, right? When he won from Edge mm-hmm. in the TLC and then he, he didn't even lose it. He got hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Where it was like, man, he's been champion for a long, long freaking time. time. Like he beat Umaga, he beat Bobby Lashley, all these fatal four ways. And he, he, you know, he retains at WrestleMania and you're just like, man, it's just like, when's he going to lose, you know? And then he gets hurt and you go, oh, okay, I guess that works out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, you know, that's fine. Um, you know, Roman's been on on such a tear, right? It's just it's getting to the point now where you're like, man, it's gonna be weird to see him without the title at this point. Wow, it'll be a long time till you see that happen. Well, so. Let's hope so, because yeah, we'll get into it. But let's yeah. keep going. Uh, so next we had the women's rumble match. Yep. Um, a lot of people entered this match. Thirty of them, exactly. 30? Actually, that's crazy. A whole thirty. A whole thirty of oh, them. Oh my goodness. Um, so I want to preface this before we get to the ending of the match. Yeah. So back way back when, when I was a lead lad in 2015, <laughs> a wee lad. Oh my god! Um, oh my uh, I saw an uproar after Daniel Bryan got eliminated from the Rumble. Oh yeah. Um, because everyone wanted to see him win the Rumble. Yeah, and it was very anticlimactic. And it was very anticlimactic because Roman Reigns yeah. won the Rumble, and then everyone yeah. knew exactly what was going to happen. Well, was that the Roman year? Or was that the? No, that was the Roman that year. That was the Roman. Yeah, no, the, the was... year before that was the year where he when didn't he enter at all. All oh, right, and he won the title though. And so. he won the title that year. Yeah, yeah. But right, the year, right. but the 2015 year yeah. was like everyone was like, okay, maybe Dan Bryan could yeah, win it this year, and right. then he like he didn't enter, or no, he came in and got eliminated yeah, by Bray Wyatt in like, the middle of the match because they hoped to like kind of get it out of the way. knew people would be pissed, and then okay, let's get it out of the way and then we can finish it out the yes right way. oh That's yeah exactly it was roman and rusev were the last two guys yes exactly Ugh. yeah right. so so to preface that i am i think my favorite female wrestler today yeah is sasha banks okay and it solidified to me last year at wrestlemania with her and bianca yeah. i was like i've always liked her yeah. and after watching that match i was like you know what she definitely is my favorite like mm-hmm. it's like pretty solidified so she came out number one yeah and i was very i was like oh she's gonna do this she's gonna she's gonna iron man i thought yeah. bailey was gonna come out one and iron man it yeah. now nah, she's gonna come out number one in iron man i was very excited to it so then i got up from entrance three to seven because i had to pee i had to urinate <laughs> and i come back and after a and nice slow fun. nine minutes and 44 seconds yeah. you know who i don't see in this match anymore <laughs> 
<laughs> Sasha Banks. Yeah. She's not there anymore. Do, do you think part of the reason why was because they wanted to start off hot, right? So it's like, okay, Sasha just got announced to be in the Rumble, right? Yeah. Do you think that still they were a little nervous because she's come back off of a foot? That off a footage. I mean, maybe, maybe but I was like, you, there's, there. I was like, there's no one else. You could have put Bianca at number one oh, again yeah, and I, just I like rolled with her. Right. No, so I was like, I was like, I don't know. I think it was stupid, but I was like, I finally like came full circle and feel the rage that everyone else had when Daniel Bryan got because I, I, I did. I was like, okay, he got eliminated. That's yeah, fine. Right, like, right, right. like he had his moment last year. That's yeah. cool. Uh, I felt it this year. I was like, yeah. that sucked. Anyway, yeah. that was just my own little tangent. No, I feel you. No, I was I, I was, it was shocking to see her get eliminated as fast as she did. It was also because her and Bianca, for a really long time, were going to be the only two that I thought, thought had any feasible chance. Mm-hmm. So when she got eliminated, I was like, so I'm just rooting for Bianca Again, until, like, yeah, number 22. Back to back, which never happens almost. Yeah. You're like, okay, cool. So Yeah, I was still the entire show hoping Bailey was going to come out. Um, yeah. She never did, and that really sucks. Yeah. Also, I, thought this yeah. been a I think another time. side note before we get to the winner yeah. was Mickey James coming out with the Impact title. I thought it was I think cool. It was Pretty so, wild, yeah. and she came out to her wild hardcore country, hardcore yeah. country, yeah, yeah, not wild thing. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, that's a different <laughs> thing. Uh, hard, hardcore country. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool too. Yeah, no, um, I thought it was cool that she came out with the title too and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope, and, and maybe we're reading too much into it, but I hope that means that at some point, maybe they're a little bit more open to doing some cross promotion yeah. like this because, like. Especially when it comes to the NXT brand, right? We're seeing reports already that, like, they're not necessarily thrilled, right, with what's going on because they're like, and I don't blame, and here's the thing. It's like, what did you expect? You just basically gave the whole roster a makeover in a day. Mm -hmm. And you went, here's all these new stars. Like them. And you're like, you got to give them some time. Yeah. But, like, guys like a Braun Breaker, guys, you know, that you could easily send them to an indie show for a night, right? And it's like, oh, crap, we got Braun Breaker versus, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a Will Ospreay at Rev Pro or something like that. And you just go, holy crap. You know what I mean? Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's like part of my thing is I was yeah. like, and they wouldn't necessarily need to win or lose. Like, no. you can debate on whatever you want to yeah. do with them. But I was like, some people who watch yeah. New Japan or Rev Pro or NWA maybe don't watch NXT. Like, there's yeah, a right. lot of wrestling going around right now to the point where it's like you don't get to see it. So if you were like, Okay, for this one night only at Rev Pro or at yeah. Impact or whatever, right. it's like we're gonna have a WWE NXT star Braun Breaker right. or or Cameron or just, Grimes or yeah. LA or whoever yeah. you want to start and have the main event in a match and you go, that was really good. Let's see what like let right. me go where's back and watch at? some other. Yeah, where's right. he at? What's yeah. he do? Like oh he's the he's a world and champion also, there. Let's watch that. Like, it's WWE. And so, like, whether people want to admit it or not, right, like, the brand itself carries so much levity to it, right? So to have somebody come from WWE and come over to an Impact, right, and you go, all right, you know, maybe that opens the door for maybe we're going to – are we going to see somebody from Impact come over here now? Are we going to see – you know, do we see somebody, you know, like uh, Josh Alexander come out and go face-to-face with an AJ Styles and everyone loses their minds? Like – when you see those types of things that get encouraged, and it's not the first time they've done it. They did it with ECW. They know, just nobody told everybody. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can go back and look at some of the stars that ECW had, and you look back at WWE, like Two Cold Scorpio. They signed him from ECW. They brought him over, and he was Flash Funk. Like, that's mm-hmm. a direct correlation yeah. with the ECW relationship that they had. Uh, Furnace and LaFon came over to ECW to get some more seasoning, and then they went to WWE. WWE paid for that. So it's like... Whether you've known it or not, they've done it in the past. They just mm-hmm. haven't been so forthright about it a lot of times. So I definitely think there's something they could have done. I personally thought WWE should have just bought Ring of Honor like five years ago. Yeah. And just not told anybody. And just rolled with all the guys that they had. Because mm-hmm. 
you could have funded it. Yeah, and exactly. Just killed NXT altogether. Yeah, but that's me. Anyway, let's keep going. Yeah. So anyway, so I think those are the big two things yeah, that I wanted to bring up before the main. Before I we also get to the thought ending. it was a cool spot. I will give them credit for that. I thought the women's rumble was better than the men's. First off, I will get that out of the yeah. way now. But I thought it was a really funny slash like okay, I I like that was when Molly Holly came out and then mm-hmm. Nikki attacked her. Beat her up. Like, yeah. I'm superhero. I was like, I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. I was like that was good. It's mm-hmm. it's such a low key moment, but I was like that that's what you want to see in the rumble though right are mm-hmm. those things where you're seeing character development you're seeing something come out of it that's the biggest problem i have with both of these rumbles honestly outside of the winning part of it mm-hmm. you didn't see anything like from a storyline perspective start to build right mm-hmm. like we didn't see that kurt angle comes out after losing a wwe title match in the rumble Shawn michaels kicks him out in five seconds and then kurt angle comes back and screws sean and that's how we get to mania yeah I was we didn't say, see any of that i was saying the only Reminisce of that I can think of yeah. was the Naomi, right? Sonya, Sonya Deville, Deville thing, thing right. which, which was already a feud, which was already in. a feud going yeah. in, and then like, uh, what's your? F- oh man, Cameron came out because mm-hmm. she was with Naomi, and they yeah. like built that yeah. up, and so Sonya Deville came in, threw her out, and then threw Naomi out, and then Naomi threw like yeah. that. That whole thing happened. Yeah. That was a very low key moment that like mm-hmm. no one probably would right. remember but generally. See, but we didn't get to see anything else really. Progress. I feel like the big like six or seven names didn't have anything going for them yeah. in this going match this. generally. Yeah. But okay, so the big story coming out of this one, I guess, would yeah. be um, Ronda Rousey uh, returning. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen her since Mania thirty five. Yes. Yes, I believe. Two years, yep. Yeah, two years. Yeah, two years or so. And yeah, she can't. COVID year than last year. COVID so, yeah. year last year. So that's yep. about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes back. She came at number 28. Um, she was in there with in the final four with Charlotte, uh, Bianca Belair, and Shayna Baszler were like the final four. They didn't have like a stare down moment um, because Lido was kind of there. Like they all yeah. got eliminated yeah, in a relative quickly time. Yeah. But uh, they're all kind of there together as a final four or five-ish. And then you had the final two, Rousey and Charlotte Flair. They had about, you know, mm-hmm. like two two minutes of, yeah. like, back and forth before finally Rowdy threw Charlotte Flair over and, sh- and Ronda Rousey. And it was a quick winner. final two, too. It was not. There yeah. was not a ton of. No, so, uh, so yeah. the notes here say that it's. Uh, so you had Charlotte Flair eliminates Bianca Belair, 58 minutes and 24 seconds. The match ended 59-42. So yeah, right. doing the math, it was about a minute and 20 seconds that mm-hmm. they had the final two for. Yeah. I, I mean, Ronda coming back, cool to see her back. Adds more star power for sure. Um, you know, I thought it was fine. Didn't like the fact that Charlotte was the last one. I, I, I thought you could have easily – I think you could have had Ronda throw Charlotte out earlier in the match if you wanted to even, and you would have got the same – you could have still gotten the match what we're assuming is going to be Charlotte and Ronda – um yeah. for the title i that part was a little bummer because it's like you gave it you gave me no alternative mm-hmm. right if you would have given me shana and that's and what Ronda, i was about to say it's like okay two friends right two like, friends okay, and get her moment here exactly right? yeah or bianca's trying to repeat right or if you would have kept sasha in something else to kind of just give me a little bit of of pause before we get ronda winning um it was it was just it was just okay. So it, it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really have a problem with Ronda winning, quite frankly. I just, and you know me, and I've I've always been like mm-hmm. this. I just hate it when I just feel like I it's nothing else matters as soon as X person comes in. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like that when was you, so when you when you have a uh, premonition going, you're like, 
okay, well, if this person comes in, it's over. And I think I think sometimes it's done well. Yes, I agree even, with you. So, yeah. like, I, w- I would shoot back if you want an example of it. Like, uh, Rumble 2008, when mm-hmm. Cena came back, yeah. I think that was done well, yeah. where he comes out number 30. The second he comes out, everyone's like... Because he didn't know he's come back. But you didn't know, neck yeah. injury. But, right. And that was yeah. my thing with Rowdy, was, like, I didn't, like... A week there ago, when we were, yeah, yeah, there was a rumor that yeah. she was coming back. But usually, when the rumor starts, it's not like she yeah. has to come back the night, like the right, next right. day. Like usually, it's like okay, in a month, yeah. you might see her pop up at like yeah. Saudi Arabia or something, mm-hmm. cost someone a title, and maybe that's how she gets in. So like when the rumor was like, I think Rowdy's gonna be back at in WWE soon. Yeah. I didn't think it was gonna be. No. Oh, it's gonna be at the Royal Rumble two days later after yeah. they announced the news. Yeah. So. I went in, and I kind of... That's why I don't have that big of a problem with it, because yeah, yeah. Uh, she came out, and I was like, oh, that was like actually surprising. Yeah. And I'm then, glad she didn't come out at 30, because... Yeah, then I, it's I, very predictable. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's very, very... Yeah, and like me also hoping that Bailey was going to come out. I thought she was going to be 30. I was like, okay. I was like, come on, just come yeah. on. And then it didn't happen. I was like, man, that sucks. But yeah, um, yeah. like I said, I thought this Rumble match yeah. was actually... I think, I think this one... Like, this women's one was more like the Rumble, like, when Cena came out than, like, a 2013 one that we're going to talk about. I thought this Rumble match was better, not than last year's. Last year's Rumble was really good. I liked that one. But the year before that, when Charlotte won it, I thought thought this Rumble was better than that one. Yes. There's only been four so far, right? Yeah. Four? Five. No, four. four? Oscar, Oscar won the first one. Oscar, Becky. Oh, Becky won. I forgot about Becky. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, So I would put the first one, because it's the first one. Yeah. Um... Probably Bianca, then Becky. Because I think, I don't think anybody yeah. had Bianca. I think a lot of people had Bianca thought, but like everyone knew Becky was going to win the Rumble. Yeah. I think the Charlotte one that she won was the worst one. Yeah. So this is like fourth. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. there's only been five. So, I mean, yeah. Oscar winning it was good, right? He had a lot of legends and stuff. I thought it's a groundbreaking moment. I think Bianca winning because it elevated a new star. Mm-hmm. Becky winning because you're like, okay, we're rolling now. We know yeah. we're for sure getting that Mania match. Yeah. For Charlotte winning, it was like, meh. And then yeah. it was like, oh, I think the Charlotte, Charlotte also hurt because like it was it hit the COVID year too. Yeah. So it's like you had that Mania match, but it wasn't very like it was like yeah. the empty it crowd was, Mania yeah, match. Yeah, so it was like it wasn't yeah. very like yeah. it didn't have much umph to it anyway. Yeah. So and for she sure. challenged for the NXT title. Yeah. Which and also it was also was weird. like it was one of those things where it was like. It was like, oh, I guess we have to give it to Charlotte at some point because how are we not going to? Yeah. So that was, it just kind of felt forced. But anyway, to, to get back onto it, though, didn't have an issue with it. Um, I'm glad. It, I'm hoping it will be Charlotte she's challenging because I think her and Becky, the match quality would be a lot worse. Yes. Um, at least right now. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I, she did not look good. I wouldn't say Ronda looked good in, no. in this match. She looked gassed, and you could tell she's trying to figure out how to throw a punch again. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I have a so, lot less issues with that match than I do with the later one. Yes, I would agree. Uh, so next we had... Um, the WWE title match? No, oh, the, no Raw, the Raw, Raw Women's yeah. title match. We had uh, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Yep. It went 13 minutes. Um, this is... So I'm... If we're not going to lie here. This is the one that I switched over and yeah. I said I missed about half of this match. Mm-hmm. And I started playing a video game while this match was going on. Because I was like, because like, so the problem with the two rumble system to me now mm-hmm. is that the first one happens, and then and the second, and then there's down. there's like a couple matches in between yeah. that I don't necessarily care that much about mm-hmm. generally. So now I'm like, man, I just well, want to see, a, I just want to see another build, rumble match. Yeah, you usually build to the rumble match, right? Yeah. But now it's like, okay, we've got two that we got to figure yeah, out. Yeah. So here. you you have one Good early moment, fireworks, the whole nine yards, and you're like, okay, let's just go to this mixed tag now, and you go. 
All right, so let's reset. Yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah, during yeah. the resetting process, the next two, three matches or what before the men's rumble happens, I usually, unless there's a big world title match that happens right, right before the men's mm-hmm. one, I'm like, okay, I could probably just like do something else. I will, give, I will give them credit for this match, though. I did watch this match all the way through. I thought, considering the fact that they're putting a death spot here, which mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you're following the rumble. Like, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a tough nail in the coffin. Um, thought they did a pretty nice job. They gave them some time. I thought. Becky elevated Dewdrop mm-hmm. here in this match. Really felt like, okay, at one point or another, maybe Dewdrop was going to get the win. Knowing full well she's not, but you at least got people to suck into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Becky is so over at this point, though, where even though she's the bad guy, they're still booing her opponent, mm-hmm. right, which I think is hilarious. So given the spot that they were in, I thought they did a pretty nice job, mm-hmm. all things considered. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Becky retains. Yeah, and Becky retains because yeah. Becky ain't gonna lose it to at least Mania. Yeah, if not for sure later. Uh, next we had this was also weird. So next we had the WWE title match, which I totally forgot we had a mixed tag after this. So to do. I think the reason why they did this was to a get it out of the way a little mm. bit, where it was like, okay, we're gonna have to do some funny business, and then b also to kind of make you forget about Brock. Yeah, a little bit, right? And I think to and I think. The mixed tag match, I'm also going to say, is a death spot as well because you're sandwiched between a dual title match and the Rumble. But the mixed tag match is a little bit inconsequential. We'll talk about that in a second. But I think that they did a nice – I think looking back on it now, I understand why they had this – Stifled this out the way they did. No, you know, I, you know I, I mean, I, I understand why they did it. It just like feels weird. From, it does like, feel weird. Like because I was like, wait, are they? I'm like, did they like bump in like edge off the show? In, <laughs> in like in like three years, if you're yeah. like, what was the co-main event to this match? I don't think any person Earth will yeah. think, oh, the mixed tag match between Miz and Maurice and Edge, Edge and Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Like, no, that's like a trivia question that no one will ever right. get ever. For sure, for so, because sure. yeah. uh, everyone's gonna be like, oh, it was oh, like Roman that Bobby Lash, yeah. Roman Seth, or Bobby and <laughs> yeah. La- like, like those are the always ones that yeah. co-main. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so you had Bobby Lash with MVP, Devine, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman, ten minutes and fourteen seconds. This match was your typical. I'm a big guy versus I'm a big guy, and they mm. beat each other and they touch each other a lot and do all that fun stuff. Yeah. And then about nine minutes into the match, um, Lesnar hits the F5, which then also bumps. I gotta like do yeah, it in my head. Yeah. Bumps the referee. Yeah. Swings Bobby Lashley's legs into the ref. Yeah. So then he he does the count. The crowd counts to like 150. Yeah. But obviously there's no ref, so it doesn't matter. Lesnar gets up and then Reigns comes out of the crowd. I guess it was the crowd. Was it came out of the crowd, or did he come down the ramp? I don't remember. I don't, I think he, he came, came out, out of somewhere. Ramp. I don't know I think if they he sh- definitely came out. Through, he came out through the front of the ring, like not through the backside. So oh, okay, he so he came, came by the ramp. Way. Okay, I'm guessing he's through the ramp. I don't know. The, the camera didn't show it, and I don't right. remember what angle he came from. I was, so he just came. He came out of nowhere. Time after they did the wrap up, I was just like, wait for the crowd because the crowd's gonna react first. Yes. And as soon as, I, as, soon as I started the crowd kind of come up, I went, here comes Roman, and then yeah. boom, here it comes. Yeah, and so, and there yeah, it comes. so he came in and, and hit a couple Spear, moves, spears yeah. him, whatever, yeah. and and then uh, he looked at Paul Heyman, he's like, give me the thingy, my yeah. sugar. Yeah. And then Paul Heyman's like, that too. Give yeah, me the that's exactly what you said. That's what, that's what Roman says, is the thingy, my sugar. Yeah. And then Paul Heyman's like, I am hold, never mind. Yeah, it's all yours, you Princess yeah. Roman, yeah. Re- Prince Roman Reigns, not S. <laughs> uh, Prince Roman Reigns, here you go. Grabs the title, hits Reigns or Lesnar with the title. title. Disgust, by the way. Yeah, he literally said, what he's is like, this yeah, thing? Exactly. Beneath me. <laughs> Which I think was great. Uh, Subtleties like that that I enjoy. Uh, hits hits Lesnar with the title. Bobby goes over, pins exactly. him, and wins the title. And Brock it, and, or I mean, and Lesnar and Reigns walk out together. So Lesnar and, or no, Lesnar, sorry. 
Heyman and Reigns. Yeah, right? okay, yeah. Sorry, I was like, I was like, Lesnar and Reigns. Yeah, I was like, they were yeah. not going to walk Super out. Super mega team. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Heyman, Heyman and, and Reigns walk yeah. out together, so they were back together, yeah. which is exactly what I feel like was going to happen at day one anyway, probably. It but it should have happened at Mania. Or at Mania, either one. It could it could happen either one. Uh, but it was going to happen eventually, <laughs> but it just happened at this show. Yep. And Bobby Lashley is the champion. Brock Lesnar... We'll be doing some stuff at yeah. Mania, I think. I don't actually. I don't know actually because we haven't gotten to the end of the show. We don't know what Lesnar's yeah. plan is for Mania yet. No, no, no. We we're we're full of we're still full of hope and butterflies <laughs> at this point, knowing full well we're talking back and forth and go, wow, so Lesnar's winning the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, uh, and I think I think the biggest thing that comes out of this match is the report that comes out this Sunday morning yeah. of. Yes, we gave the title to Bobby Lashley, but we don't know what he's going to do at Mania. Let's hold off on that until we get to the All right, so we'll get to the match. Real quick, I want to ask you, though. You're not as high on Bobby being champion at this point as I am. Um, I mean, in your your perfect scenario, right, like, would you have – I mean – who would you rather be in this spot if you could so, sell Bobby out? Yeah. There. So my 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 problem is not necessarily with Bobby. Yeah. Is with at day one, yeah. I would have preferred them because so if you had the idea that if Roman and Lesnar happen and you just had the four way, Rollins was going to win the title. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, that right. was like the yeah, report that, was, that came yeah, out. Right. That's I wish that even if you put Lesnar in that match, yeah. Rollins just won the match anyway, Agreed. and then you had Rollins in this spot Agreed. either versus Big E, Bobby Lashley, whoever, yeah. and Rollins wins. Because now I can look at it and I go, "You're going to set up Lesnar Reigns, however way you, you want to do it." Yeah. But now Rollins is the champion, and I just prefer Rollins okay. in general over yeah. them. So it's not necessarily my critique with like the match that we're having right now yeah. is the day one. Yeah. finish which i would have liked to have been what it should have been i, I guess yeah. is my critique on it right um so, but we're getting bobby lashley at mania more than likely i guess unless something drastically changes um which it could I don't um know. but uh who knows because because they I'm don't even know down dog at this point yeah I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here. <laughs> it's terrible so so our co-main event which yeah, it's a cool yeah, main event. Sure. We had Beth Phoenix and Edge taking on Maurice and The Miz. Went 12 minutes, 30 seconds. I think anyone and their mom could have predicted that Edge and Beth Phoenix were going to win this match. Yeah. Um, but it was a solid. I mean, Edge and Miz always put out something. It was one moment where I thought actually they were going to lose. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you're going to try to drag this out to Mania. Come on. Yeah. Let's not do that. And then they did. And I was like, okay, good. Yep. I was really nervous there for a second. Oh, this was a solid effort. But yeah, this was a solid effort. Um, yeah, it was. Um, it's like. As best I think as it could have been. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's like Maurice the best way to say it. Maurice isn't worth it. Beth Phoenix yeah. is like very on and off yeah. if she does do yeah. anything. Yeah. So it was basically Edge and Miz with like their love interests that used to be in WWE doing mm. things. Right. Um. Anyway, so now we get to our gracious, yeah. absolutely gracious main event. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually started. Mm-hmm. Pretty well. With AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. And yeah. I was like, when they came out, I texted you. And yeah. I said, oh, here we go, baby. Best start we could possibly have right here. I, I, and I yeah, it was because the next 19 entrants yeah. don't care. Yeah. Literally. Like, normally. Can I, can I ask you this? Okay. Do you think WWE should make a rule that if you are in a official tag team, like the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, they should just not be allowed in the Rumble. You know what's funny about that? Yeah. Is I think if they did that, mm-hmm. I don't think they'd have enough people to be in this match. I don't care. Bring back legends. I would take five legends. I would, too. Six legends over the Street Profits and Alpha Academy and this crap. Because they're just wasted. They're just yeah. bodies. 
right? I, at least so, you get the hometown, you get the pop with a with a legend. So I just just throwing the idea out. Yeah. So if if you win the rumble, yeah. is it a guaranteed world title match or a match that you're choosing? Because mm-hmm. if Montez Ford say mm-hmm. just throw a name out, yeah. won won the thing, mm-hmm. w- wouldn't he want to challenge for the tag titles? No, you get the main event at WrestleMania. But you could main event with Angel Dawkins as a tag team. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but I guess you could. Wait, could you though? I guess, I guess yeah, theoretically, you get a match could you? You're choosing. You get the match. You get like Charlotte challenge for the NXT Women's. Title, yeah, right? and that's not yeah. world title. T- I mean, it yeah, is, right. but like it's yeah. not. Like so, you yeah. could, in theory. Yeah. Like if you had who's like a super tag team that would never be a singles guy. Um, Dominic Mysterio. Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> if he won Angelo it, Angelo Dawkins. Angel, Angel Dawkins. Yeah, yeah, that's that's also yeah. like the other yeah. side because yeah. Montez Ford could. I think do Montez something. Ford at one point will be a single star. Yeah. But. Okay, so Angelo Dawkins, right? Because he's not going to go beat Roman Reigns or anything, right? No. So if he won the Rumble, yeah, right. So if he would, yeah, he be like just winning the Money in the Bank moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd be like, what is happening? First of all, yeah. like that's never should ever happen. Mm-hmm. But two, I'd be like, would he could he challenge for the tag title technically with Montez Ford? I guess technically, yeah. You just it's in the main event then. Yeah, it's just I the main event of night one. I guess I don't know. I just it was just like the when idea when saw, of it. When I saw like when you see Montez Ford and those people come out, it's not like it was it's not like the Hardy Boys, right? Like the yeah. Hardy Boys were like single stars and they can go back to being tag teams, right? Like I don't consider Randy Orton and, and Matt Riddle as an exclusive tag team where they just wrestle tag matches, right? Yeah. But like when you have people that are exclusively tags, and that includes, I'm sorry to say, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, yeah. too, in that scenario, I don't want them in the match. Get them out. Just, just honestly, bring back. If you, that's those are the spots that you should have allocated for the Shane McMahon's, the Bad Bunnies, the whoever, right? Yeah. Bring back. Give me Kevin Nash back for a night. Give me. Um, name a. I don't. I don't care. Honestly, seriously, I really don't. Put Triple H's ass in there. Put Undertaker's dead carcass in there. Put Goldberg in. I don't care. Mm. Just give me somebody who you know isn't going to win, but is a cool moment. Like, oh, crap. Like, Edge coming back at the Rumble a couple years ago was the single best legend returning thing ever. Bar none, never gonna, it's never going to beat that. You're never going to beat that. Where he came in, made a great impact. The crowd went insane bananas. Didn't win the Rumble, had a great showing, got eliminated, and we just moved on with our life, mm-hmm. right? Because nobody was talking about how, oh, Edge stole McIntyre's Thunder. No, McIntyre had a great fucking night that night, mm-hmm. and he won the thing. So you can have those moments, right? Bring back those guys for that moment, and they get eliminated six minutes later, and nobody's none the wiser, and you still have your final four. Mm-hmm. Ah, just, you know, every time when I saw a freaking. Angelo Dawkins, or like when when uh, Chad Gable walked out, I went, oh god, we still have Otis to come in this ring. All right, let's yeah. Hold. See, that was my thing. It was like Chad Gable to me. I'm like, I, I could work with Chad Gable because he can wrestle well. But like Otis, I was yeah, like, but I don't this, care. The, the match though isn't about a wrestling match. Yes, I would agree with you. Chad Gable is a very good wrestler. Yeah, but he's not in the Rumble. It's not about wrestling. It's about star power. It's about moments. There's yeah. no moments there. But mm-hmm. I digress. Anyway, um, I think the only other thing I want to break. Let's see. I'm going through some of these eliminations. Um, I think the only other thing I thought was funny, like drastically funny, was when Kofi came out and they just they just built up. They were like, "This he's, guy just he's known for it. He's yeah. known for it. He yeah. never messes. He just finds a way to save himself." Yeah. And literally the first moment yeah. he get he does a springboard, Kevin Owens throws him, and his feet hit, 
and I knew his feet hit. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I don't think his feet hit. Let's go to a and replay. And they paused it, and both his feet are clearly on the ground. Yeah, and they paused it when both his feet were on the ground, and they were like, Oh, he's out. Fuck, they're out. All right, cool. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they had a whole bunch of more spots with like Big E that they planned for him that like he was not supposed to get eliminated there, and they're like, oh, my bad. And I was like, then why did you do the worst spot possible like normally his spots are like let me do a handstand yeah and get back yeah. in the or ring land on a chair or, or let me let steps. me land on the on the rose buddies yeah. or whatever they were back in like 2015 or whatever yeah. like the rosebuds mm-hmm. like let me like they're gonna catch me and put me back in or something like they're never like let me go do a suicide dive onto the the yeah. barricade to try to catch you know how impossible that is very impossible. Yeah, anyway, so but I thought it was just funny that they gassed him up just to like eliminate him in like three seconds. Um, anyway, <laughs> bad. So uh, the big news in this match was Shane McMahon returned. Yeah, that's the big news. That was big news. Yeah. Um, they they really they yeah. really did that one. Anyway, okay. Actually, the big news. Wow. So Lesnar comes out at number thirty. Um, to the surprise of to the everybody. surprise of literally everybody. I was just standing up. Like he came back at SummerSlam I 2021. Said the, oh my line, like Michael Cole. What? Oh my! <laughs> He's back. Yeah, exactly. I got up on the. T- is I got up on the table ball. like Pat McAfee does during Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance. I, I started just Pat dancing. He I was, was also hysterical. very happy that Michael Cole and Pat McAfee called the men's rumble. Yeah. And I was like, because I saw the Raw team call the women's one. I was yeah. like, I hope this means that we get the SmackDown commentary team for yeah. the men's because otherwise. Pat, Pat McAfee was so when the so rumble bad. started. He yeah. goes. I have been sitting back there. I am cold. I've been sitting back there for three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, we had to be here all day. <laughs> I want this rumble. <laughs> so funny. Oh, uh, but yeah, so Lesnar comes out. Uh, the final four, if you could guess what it is, because it didn't really happen, was Lesnar, McIntyre, Shane McMahon, and Riddle were the official final oh, four. Oh, really? It wasn't even Orton, huh? Orton got no, first. Orton was uh, sixth. Bad Bunny was fifth. <laughs> then Riddle was fourth, Shane's third, and McIntyre was second. So we had the final two, Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. Everyone looked at that stare down and said, okay. all right, Lesnar won. Can I leave now? Yeah. And then Lesnar threw him out, and uh, Lesnar won the men's rumble. And then the the pyro hit. The yeah. WrestleMania sign got caught on fire. And uh, everyone, second a second time after the Rousey won, mm-hmm. and they had to evacuate an entire section of the arena because mm-hmm. there was fire everywhere. Um, that's how much the WrestleMania sign wanted Lesnar to win. Um, thoughts, Rob. Thoughts. <laughs> it's so disappointing. It's just it, it. You know, I get my hopes up every year for the Royal Rumble because it's my favorite event. It's so fun. It's just because there's so many possibilities, right? There's literally endless possibilities of things you can do. It sets forth, you know, the big part of the year for WWE, right? Where we really kind of get into some nitty gritty storytelling and, and stuff like that. It's the stuff that I really enjoy as a fan. And then to just see them in a in a scenario where it's like, okay, yes, you can go this way, but the such the streamlined approach when you didn't need it. Once again, you didn't have the match at day one. So you already had the built-in match already. And then even, okay, fine. Roman cost Brock the title. Okay? That's fine. You want to have Roman hold the championship. Fine. Whatever. Cool. Cost Brock the title. Why does he need to be in the Rumble to set that match up? In WWE history, Mike, let me ask you this. Every time somebody's ever cost somebody the champion, anytime one person who's cost somebody else a match and that guy was the champion, I wonder who gets the next damn title shot. It's probably the guy he just screwed, wouldn't mm-hmm. you think? Uh, generally speaking. Yeah, no kidding, right? It's almost like it happens. It's almost death by paper cuts at this mm-hmm. point. You could, It writes itself. So why 
in a moment, in a in a total event that is built around elevating new stars. You did it last year with Bianca Belair. Did it work out? I think it did. You got one of the best women's matches ever at a WrestleMania, and you got it. It happened two years ago when Drew won it. You elevated Drew McIntyre to a level that he has yet to come down from. You did it three years ago with Seth Rollins, where Seth Rollins was the guy for a year and a half, where it was like everything he touches, it was gold. You did it with Becky. You, you've done it so many times. And yet we somehow default to the most obvious and the most streamlined and the most boring anticlimactic finish you could have for what just to give just to give us the match that I'm I'm totally fine getting I'm fine with Roman and, and Brock going to Mania but you don't need to have him win the Rumble match in order to do it you just didn't need to do it somebody else would have benefited so much more to have this win than Brock did mm-hmm. Shinsuke AJ Big, I'll even throw Big E in here, even though I was very much against him winning it, but it would have meant more for Big E to win it than it would have for Brock. Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins could have made I, I would have taken almost anybody else to win this thing. And yet, it's just the most copy-paste thing, and it's the reason why WWE gets so much flack. I try to defend them because I think a lot of times it usually kind of works out at the end of it, mm-hmm. this is a scenario where, yeah, it's probably going to work out still, I think, yeah. maybe. I think, I think when you look now, I don't think the rest yeah. of the card will be nearly as good. Yeah. But I think when you look at the main events and you go, okay, so you're giving us Rowdy, 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 Rousey. God. Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey. Rousey. I never yeah. get I never yeah, get the I Ronda know. part yeah, it's it's for some reason. Yeah. Uh, Rousey versus Flair, and then you get Lesnar versus Reigns. Right. You're going to go, those are some big matchups. Yeah, those are huge. Those are, those huge. are huge. I get it, and I, and I don't disagree with that. But when you have stars of that ability and of that magnitude, mm-hmm. who in the hell is going to be like, well, they didn't earn that? Who's gonna? Who in their right mind is going to question that? Mm-hmm. Especially Brock and Roman have been feuding for three months. Yeah. And yet you are just going to say, well, he needed. How else is he going to get to Mania? Oh, I don't know. The fact that COVID happened and you didn't get the day one matchup and Brock can just come out there and destroy people. Oh, and by the way, you only have one men's Wumble winner, so you could just have him be from Raw and challenge Bobby anyway. It's really or, – or even if you had to, put him in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Have him beat six other guys immediately in five minutes in the chamber in Saudi Arabia because no one's going to watch that show except for us because we're stupid. And – you're going to watch that stupid show, and he's still going to Mania the same way. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just such an easy way to elevate somebody new, and I just don't understand the years where they just go, nah. Mm-hmm. It's, you, made a, you, you hit the nail right on the head with the 2013 Rumble comparison, mm-hmm. where it was Cena, maybe Ryback, because they were the last two, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. And you were like, okay, so Rock just won the title. No, Rock didn't oh, no, win. Rock didn't, no, Cena won the Rumble. So Rock's winning tonight then, huh? Yeah. It's just... Bleh. It's yeah. just garbage on paper. Mm-hmm. It's garbage on paper. It is. Now, to bring up your point that you were mentioning earlier, the report now coming out Sunday morning that they, quote-unquote, have no idea what they're going to do with the WWE title match is absolutely inexcusable, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Whether the universal title right now means more or not, it is the WWE Championship. It is the most important championship 
in the world. I will not hear the argument against it. It is. Everybody in their right mind wants to be WWE champion. To have not even a single plan for this, coming out of the report that apparently Rollins was supposed to win at day one before Brock got put in there, so why not just have Rollins win it then? If you, that was the plan, stick with the plan. Bro, bro, Roman get or Brock gets speared by Bobby Lashley, gets taken out of the match, curb stomp on Big E, and we're rolling. Mm-hmm. The fact that you don't have a plan for the for the WWE Championship match, probably to semi main night one behind Ronda and and Charlotte, is inexcusable to me. Yeah, it's absolutely inexcusable to me. You have enough equity in Rollins, in AJ, in Owens. Technically, Big E, even though I don't want it. Orton, could you could literally, at any point in time, Orton could just be champion. Everyone goes, oh, I guess Orton's champion. Mm-hmm. And you have no plan. Yeah. Well, I that, don't understand. Well, that was my, cre- the, the crazy thing to me is, even if you wanted Lesnar, <sighs> even if you wanted Lesnar to win the Rumble, yeah. which I don't like, but yeah. like you could do it. Yeah. At day one, if Rollins won the title, you could, yeah, you're you could still have, fine. Yeah, you're still we're fine. still fine. Because then what you could have done is you could have said, okay, Brock wins the Rumble. But maybe then... Owens or AJ comes in at one and he's the last man against Brock, right? Yeah. Brock's 30, guy's number one. AJ's exhausted, gets about him, oh, flips him out. Son of a, you yeah. know what I mean? And but, then AJ comes out next night and says, I lasted an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. I go, only guy that could beat me was the guy who had okay. a five minute match before that and came out 30 and cherry picked his way to the Rumble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could have a million different things you could yeah. have done there. And and instead, you just decide to decline that opportunity and instead go, well, w- let's just make sure we can explain Brock versus Roman when it doesn't need an explanation. Mm-hmm. I, n- I will never understand it. You'll never be able to tell me, well, this is why. I hope to God they have a good WWE title match plan. Because if it's Big E versus Bobby Lashley, WrestleMania is going to suck. Because mm-hmm. that's a terrible, terrible semi-main. I yeah. mean, night one is going to be terrible. If that's the case, because yeah. even Ronda and Charlotte's not going to be a great match. Charlotte's going to yeah. try. The the but... problem too is is um, Becky and whoever I think isn't necessarily Bianca. I'm going to come out right now and say it's gonna okay. Be Bianca. That's Bianca. That's fair. Yeah, but I don't even think that's going to be very good. No, it's not because Becky is not a tremendous worker inside. The like ring. like I would I would agree to your point semi annually oh. that I would prefer to have ronda and becky yeah. because in that case you got the you got the star power match mm-hmm. but then you can put charlotte and like bailey and sasha yeah. in a three-way yep. and at least you get a great match out of it i don't yep. think either women are giving you yep. either women's matches giving you a, a classic yep. match by any means yep. and so now you're just like now you're just banking on reigns lesnar to carry an entire two-night wrestlemania show basically and that's the thing and, and it goes back to my point i made earlier in the, in the for the women's and the men's match we got nothing storyline purpose wise out of these rumbles, right? Outside of the main event, did we get anything in between anybody at this point, right? Like, we didn't see Orton and Riddle turn on each other or something, right, to throw one of them out and be like, hey, what was up with that, right? We didn't get that. We didn't get uh, Big E having a moment. Kevin Owens didn't have a moment. AJ just gets thrown out like no big deal. And I'm like, "Are you, what was happening here? Mm-hmm. We didn't get any of that. So you come out of this rumble flat, Okay, great. Brock Roman. Everyone's everyone's gonna be excited. That's great. But we've known Brock and Roman's gonna be the freaking main event for six months. Ever since he beat Cena. We knew it was coming. So it's like, how do you just go, okay, well, we're just gonna figure out the rest later. It's the biggest show of the year. Mm-hmm. What's the US title match gonna look like? I don't know. What's the IC title gonna look like? I don't know. I mean I have an idea. Mm-hmm. I have suggestions. I have thoughts of what they probably are gonna do. 
uh, and some of them will be okay match wise, depending on the time. But like your tag titles, you have no idea. We have no, and I mean no story of any sort of personal feud with anybody mm-hmm. right now. We don't have Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. We don't got the you know that match where it's like, oh, this is just a high profile match just because we got two big stars. We've mm-hmm. got none of that, and we are sixty three days away from Mania right now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand i don't get it i will never get it it's the same thing i have with AEW sometimes where i feel like they blow the wad too soon at this time wd was like there's no wad to blow because we don't have anything <laughs> and i'm like i don't get it i don't understand i'm very upset i just thought it's just once again a massive whiff on an opportunity last year when they went with edge i was okay with it because a i was like okay you're gonna get edge and roman and at the time COVID year, you didn't have anybody. You mm-hmm. didn't have it. You couldn't, there was no way for anybody to generate that amount of buzz in a short amount of, where you had no fans. Mm-hmm. So that was a year where you kind of get a mulligan where I go, let's just give it to a guy that everyone we know was going to like. Mm-hmm. And every, everybody loves edge. So it, it made sense. But then you look back just two years ago and Drew McIntyre has that amazing moment. And that whole crowd is going insane by the end of it. When he wins it, he throws Roman out. Everyone's like, Oh my gosh, new guy, right? Mm-hmm. Where do we go? You have the ability to do that, and you just chose not to. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm very passionate about it. I hate when the Rumble gets ruined. I think it sucks. <laughs> it's very reminiscent of Rumble 95 for me when Sean was basically the only guy in that match that had any real shot of winning, and he wins it. It's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, everybody knew it was going to be Sean. Same thing in the year before. Or, yeah. Yeah, 95. Yeah, it was him and Bulldog. They were one and two. They went the whole time, and they were then the last two. Olymp- like, Okay, 96, same thing. You knew it was going to be Sean. You knew it was going to be his time to face Brett. He just... It just sucks. It just sucks. Man, I hate when the Rumbles suck. Because when the Rumble's good, Mm -hmm. it's a great feeling. Mm -hmm. It is one of those times where you're just like, oh, man, that was was a ride. You know, when Shinsuke won, we watched that show together. Mm -hmm. That was a great show. That was a great great Rumble. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, I would have killed for anything for McIntyre just to flip it. And just go rogue and just throw around the house. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm going to Mania now, bitches. <laughs> you know? Unless you're like, I was supposed to win this right, one. Exactly. Uh, you're just like, yeah. No, Brock is like the one guy you couldn't do that to because he's a shit brick house. But it's, yeah, there's no way you yeah, would have gotten actively, him over. like physically just. Yeah, like Lesnar or, or McIntyre's trying to throw him out. And, and Lesnar's like, like, what the fuck are you doing? No, yeah, I'm going to like. Beats his ass beat, for real. Beat, yeah. beat you up for real. <laughs> I just, you know, it, it's just frustrating. So. I, I mean, I guess you got to give them the benefit of the doubt because we're still going to get Brock Lesnar, I guess. I don't know. I'm hoping that they do some big multi-man match or something big for the WWE title. I still think you could do a triple threat or a fatal four-way with AJ, Seth, Owens, and Big E if you wanted that route in some capacity. Some One of those guys, mm-hmm. right? I really don't want it to be Big E versus Bobby for the title. I think it's boring, number one. I think it's I think it kind of fit in square peg round hole. Also, Big E just beat Bobby straight up in a cage match like mm-hmm. a month ago. So there's that as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could see Owens challenging for the US title. I could see Seth and Owens challenging for the tag titles. I could see there's a lot of avenues they could go. It's just nothing that makes you want to go, oh shit, let me hurry up and watch that. Nope. So that's an unfortunate part about it. So yeah. hopefully when we see the chamber and see who the hell is going to be in that. Maybe we'll have a better idea of what's going on. I just thought they just there was just so many ways to do it. And when you leave the Rumble at the end of the night going, meh, you missed. You yeah. missed. And that's what happened. Everybody went, meh. Yeah, that's fine. You know? It happened. The six-year-old in the front row probably was thrilled. Probably was like, oh, my God, I never see Brock Lesnar yeah. coming. But anybody who's watched this for more than five minutes, 
Yeah. Is like, mm, okay, well, yeah, literally, that, that anybody, else. Literally, literally anybody, literally anybody else. Literally anybody else. All right, let's shift focus here. Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the goat, Mike. Let's talk about let's talk about that Thomas Lance. Reginald Brady the fourth. I don't Tom, know. I don't know. Thomas Patrick that. Edward Brady Jr. <laughs> that really what his name is? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't know he had two middle names. Yeah, he's he fancy. He's he, fancy. He is fancy. Um, reports are out there, kind of, sort of, <laughs> maybe. That he's we think planning on retiring. I'm just gonna say he's planning on retiring. Yeah, that's that's probably a good way to yeah. say it, guys. So we get a report from Schefter and somebody else um, from NFL Network saying basically that he's gonna retire. Brady's rep, his his agent Don Yee and his dad are like, Tommy has made no. He keeps calling him Tommy. Still, his dad is like, yeah. dude, he's 45. Like, yeah. maybe he can just go by Tom now. Yeah. But like. Um, Tommy boy is yeah, not like they're like he hasn't made any decision yet. The Bucks are like we haven't heard anything yet. Now we're seeing a report today. The Bucks have known for the last two months that he was contemplating it already. Oh yeah, yeah. no, that was yeah. the crazy part was when the Bucks were like he didn't tell us. I was yeah. like, what yeah. do you mean right. he didn't tell and you? Then, yeah, so Brady obviously has made no comment about it. Obviously, and then Ian Rapport comes out later on Saturday night is like, no, he hasn't technically decided, but all signs are basically pointing to him hanging yeah. it up. So under the assumption that he does. I've never, I literally, there is not a time in my life that I can actively remember watching the NFL. Now, I mean, obviously, 99 was when he, you know, came in. Yes. Like, I don't remember a time that Tom Brady has not been a starting quarterback for an NFL team. I don't think you've been alive. What, when were you born? 1999. Oh, you were born in 99? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you literally have never yeah. not I think seen, the only time yeah. was his injury year when yeah. he tore his ACL. Right. But even then, he played a game. Yeah, he had played a game. He got yeah. hurt, right? Yeah. Like, I was born in 94, so, like, I, there are... Technically, I was a lot, but I don't remember really. You know, yeah. the fact that Tom Brady has just never not been playing football is insane. Mm-hmm. So, what does that what does that mean? I don't know what it means. This is such this is this feels so much different to me than when Peyton retired, yeah, or when Breeze because Peyton was like a shell of himself by the end, right? He was yeah. like, I just gotta get. I feel this. like this retirement, a lot of people have been posting on Twitter, is the same feeling when LeBron's gonna retire whenever that happens. Yeah. But people are like, or when Jordan did it, or when yeah. Jordan retired, yeah. uh, or Gretzky, or, or, or any of these yeah. guys, where you're just like, it just like feels different. Yeah, because you're like, this guy's yeah, there's a, void. there's a void. Yeah, um, yeah, Brady's wild, man. And, you I, know, and I got I, I posted on Facebook about it. Like, if he does, he's the greatest. We're never gonna see it again. And my buddy Oleg, shout out to Oleg. I used to work with him. He's mm. a um, he's a big hockey guy, right? Yeah. So, but he's like, you know, you can't say we're never gonna see it. And no one never thought we'd see anybody after How, right? And then we got Gretzky. No one ever thought we'd see anybody for Jordan. We got LeBron. I go, yeah, but they're di- it's different. It's it's yeah. Different. I would I would say so. Brady's like a different breed in a way. Yeah. Where I think I now I will I come out and I say I think Mahomes I don't is think the only guy actively playing football right now. Now, obviously, in three years, right. you, you, you could, yeah, yeah. No, well, not even falls, but there could be a guy that coming out mm-hmm. that's like, he's the next, like, he's mm-hmm. he's the next, he's mm-hmm. better than Trevor Lawrence was coming. Like, this guy yeah. could be crazy in three or four years. Right, right. And we're having a totally different conversation. I think Mahomes playing today is the only guy that has a resemblance of a chance. Here's why, here's why I say no, and why, and the reason why I made the comment originally. I, I, it's not even about the statistics or about the winning or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's just the level of sheer consistency and dominance. And I think that Mahomes' style mm-hmm. at some point 
he's not going to be able to do that. I know. I, here's the thing is, like and 45, I don't, he's 44. Yeah. And he I don't, I don't listen. Guys. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I think there's a, the next yeah. five years are going to be yeah. Mahomes ran and it's, oh, you're yeah, going so through Mahomes yeah. or whatever. Him it's him and Josh yeah. Allen. And then I think, you know, Joe Burrow will, yeah. will keep Herberts. around Herberts and yeah. stuff. will keep around. Mm-hmm. But I think it's those four or five guys that are just going to be running All the, the league. NFC really enough. Yeah. And there's no NFC guys or, they're there right now, really. Stafford's, Stafford, Stafford's the only one, really, on the NFC side. It's kind of crazy. But um, I think Mahomes is the only one. And I think the hard part, and it's something that LeBron doesn't have to face with the Jordan argument, is if you were going to debate Mahomes-Brady ever, like even yeah. in 10 years from now, though, here's the problem. Brady, <laughs> Brady beat you beat twice. Him. And Brady beat you in 43. He beat you at 43 in a Super Bowl, yeah. and he beat you in Kansas City to go to this. Like, right. those are and the things. <laughs> And, yeah, and they won it afterwards. <laughs> so, like, the hard part about that is it's, like, like LeBron, it's, like, they never verse. Like, him and Jordan never went yeah, one-on-one. Yeah. So, it's, like, now you're just doing hypotheticals of, like, okay, this team versus this team, yeah, yeah. this guy, this moment versus this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, we have seen Mahomes and Brady play twice in the playoffs, mm-hmm. once in the Super Bowl, and Brady outplayed him both times. Yep. So, to me, yeah. that's yeah. why the Mahomes one, it's, like, I, I like yeah. Mo, like if Mahomes got to like five Super Bowl wins yeah. and all these numbers, you could be like you could start the debate. Yeah, I think the debate go, dies really quickly. Oh, he's quickly. got eight Super Bowls. Yeah, but he lost to Brady. Yeah, like that's where yeah. the debate dies yeah. to yeah, me exactly. for him necessarily. For sure. So that's why I don't think Mahomes could do it. I think yeah. it has to be someone yeah. after Brady's time yeah. where you go, man. Brady was great, but remember what? Or yeah. or this guy is great, but remember what and, Brady and, did? Like you're gonna have to do those, but it's not there yet. I just never at this age. And the longevity of it, you never. I just don't think. Gonna... I I think guys can because I think they learn how to take care of their bodies yeah, better than maybe. before. I don't like know. I think like if people like Russell Wilson has like the nutritionist yeah. and stuff. Like he's gonna play till he's forty two or whatever. Yeah. Like he's thirty something right now. Well, some people just don't have the want. Either. Yeah. Like I, like Rogers, right? He's what thirty eight right now. Yeah, thirty eight, thirty nine. He and could keep playing for yeah, five more years, but it's like, do you want, want yeah, to? It's like, does he want to? Right? And and what what are you going to look like at that time? Right? Yeah. Like when we've seen. Every all those quarterbacks from Brady's era, mm-hmm. right? When you look at all of them, Breeze started to deteriorate a little bit. Manning was not Manning at that point, mm-hmm. right? Um, Philip Rivers, not the same. Ben Roethlisberger, not the same. Yeah. Like all of these quarterbacks that you were used to seeing him battle, at some point, dropped off the face of the earth, mm-hmm. ability-wise. Yeah. We never saw it with Brady. We're, yeah, we've never. We're never going to be able to and, go. Man, remember when Brady was bad? Yeah, ne- you're never going to see it. You've yeah. never seen it. I and I agree to the point where I think Mahomes style because I think Brady's like the sole pocket presence. Brady, yeah. I think, is just being smarter than you. It's just it's well, just, yeah, it's it's one that he's smarter yeah. and two, he doesn't rely on his mobility and his no. throw on the runs and everything. Like he just beats you manhandling the game like Manning does basically except Manning just like had a broken neck and then it kind of went out Manning's body failed him at the end yeah if Manning's body did fail he would still probably be playing and playing decent or whatever um yeah. But I think I think like a Mahomes style is like once you're once you're mid thirties you're gonna be like bro I can't roll out of the too, pocket like this it, anymore it, and you know and not to take anything away from Mahomes right I mean he could very well be winning a Super Bowl in two weeks right like straight I down. think there's a good chance yeah. he does right win a Super so like two weeks. so because of that right but like he's also in a system where he has Tyreek Hill and he's got nothing but speed or I mean he's got one of the best tight ends I ever play like there's there's things around it where it's like Brady put. Dion Branch and Troy Brown mm-hmm. and like people where you go, what is like he made Julian Edelman 
He had he had a receiving core in yeah, the Super Bowl where he had Chris Hogan, Danny Amendola, yeah. and Julian Edelman. And they won. And they won. Yeah. You know, and it's just like there's just certain things about I I mean the work ethic. He never he never had an issue with Brady, right? You never saw Brady. He never got in trouble off the field. There was never any drama with him. I mean, the Deflate Gate thing is the Deflate Gate and Spike yeah, shit, but, but like other than yeah, that, well, really. don't lose by forty, and then maybe the Colts have an argument. But like, um, I just ne- there was never a time to me where you just like, oh god, it's just I just ne- in our lifetimes, especially, I don't think we're ever going to see. We're never going to see it for that long, that consistently, that amount of dominance, mm-hmm. you know. To have such the early success, to maintain the success, yeah, and uh, and I I think I think the and that's why I say Mahomes because Mahomes right now has the early success for sure. Yeah, it's the it's the can he maintain it for ten, twelve, fourteen years is the thing that is is Mahomes. If Mahomes can maintain it, then it's again it's okay. Now you can start the argument, but the argument can't start for another eight years before to, to debate it. I just, for him specifically and I, that's every other guy yeah. too oh, yeah. is is from now on like if you want to debate anybody it's like you can't really debate it till another yeah. eight years and you have to have at least five super bowls mm-hmm. yeah four it's, mvps yeah. And to even have numbers and yeah. you have to have numbers yeah. to at least start the debate against yeah. tom brady like no one else has that mm-hmm. like jordan it's like you can make lebron debates at three super bowl or three mm-hmm. nba rings and mm-hmm. four mvps i can start debating it yeah. you know what i mean like right. like there's so certain moments that you can start brady it's like literally five super bowls yeah yeah probably and you can't have more yeah. than two or three losses either because yeah. then you could debate the loss category yeah. in it too right. like there's a lot of stuff that brady has and it's like you're gonna have to have a long time before someone gets there this is gonna be if he if he if this is it right it's one of those situations where you go you almost now default to the Chiefs being the Super Bowl favorites every year because they have the best quarterback. Like the Brady yeah. factor, yeah, has impacted everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's like okay, well you can't count New England out because mm-hmm. you got Brady and Belichick, yeah. right? And then when yeah. you went to Tampa, you're like, man, Tampa's pretty fucking loaded. And then yeah. like, oh, and you got Brady. Mm-hmm. Even last week, it was one of those things where it's like if 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 the Rams just sit on that ball, right, and they don't really don't go for the whole thing, right, and Tampa gets the ball, they're playing this weekend. Yeah, they're active. They are absolutely playing this weekend. There's mm-hmm. no doubt in my if mind. If they go to overtime, I think yeah. it's a really strong Tampa, chance. Tampa wins a toss. They go down the field. They score. The game's over. Yeah, and so the fact that that's even like a thing, mm-hmm. right? And like I said, he's 44. He leads the league in touchdown passes and pass attempts and passing yards. You're never gonna see it again. Mm-hmm. You're never. I I I don't think as long as I am alive, you will ever see. That level, the height of that level at that age, mm-hmm. doing it that I just, I just don't think you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, just don't I, know. I think, like I said, I think yeah. there is. I mean, obviously, if we're here twenty years later and Mahomes is still doing his thing, you go. Oh, yeah, like I said, I think there is a chance because yeah. people take care of their bodies better yeah. now yeah. that I think it's just like people learn like. Okay, this oh, is why I gotta eat. Better, recovering like, better, like it's not as physical Cam anymore. Akers came like back from, bro- from a blown Achilles in six months. Exactly, that's insane. That's that's the it's stuff insane. I mean. It's like yeah. you could just come back faster. Yeah. Like so, I do. I, I do think there is a chance. Yeah. Like Rogers right now is thirty nine, forty or whatever, yeah. and if he wanted to, yeah. he could play five more years. Yeah, he's still playing. He's he's a back to he's gonna be back to back MVP more than I likely. Think he should be. I think Brady should be. I mean, I mean, and there's the debate right there. I think you could debate it any way you want, but I think there's a good chance Rodgers is back-to-back MVP in your in whatever year it is, but 39 to 40. And now it's like if he plays four more years in Denver, 
or in um, yeah. in Tampa or wherever yeah. he gets to Pittsburgh, yeah. I think he could last three, four more years, wins another Super Bowl or two, and then it's like, okay, you're not making the the, the Brady Fielder. debate, yeah. but it's like he can if he has if he has that longevity, yeah. then I think a lot of guys younger like a yeah. Joe Burrow, I think he could have that longevity too. I just, it's just I don't know if anyone has the success. That I he just has. don't know. I just don't know what. What, what I'm going to do. It's like, cause like, it's one of those things where like, you almost like default to it where it's like in the playoff games, you go, well, you're not going to bet against Brady. Are you like, yeah. it's just one of those, it's just weird, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, it's totally different. Like, sorry, big Ben. I know you just retired too, but like, okay. Yeah. You, you should have retired three years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. So. Like Drew Brees retiring. That sucked. Cause like, oh man, like, yeah, he's you know, good. You know, even when Brady retired, you knew it was coming or when, uh, when uh, Manny retired, you're like, oh man, that's, that sucks. You know, mm-hmm. like you never, you know, Peyton Manning, you know, that's a, that's a once-in-a-generational yeah. type talent. He just happened to play against Tom Brady every year. Yeah. It's just – it's crazy to me, dude. I, like, when I can't believe he's actually doing it. I thought for sure he's going to come back one more time just to see if he could get it done. And listen, he very well – as we're talking about, he very yeah. well could. Yeah, he very well could. He'd come out and be like, you know what, screw you guys. I'm going to come yeah. back one more year just because. Yeah. You know? I, I think he definitely could and play at an elite level. Some people are suggesting he's just going to take a year off. And I'm like – you're gonna take a year off and then come back at 46 yeah. to go try to do it again, Oof. and that would be funny. It's like, what team do you go to? Because now you're not like obligated to the. Oh no, he would still be. Oh, are you talking these? Yeah, even if you retire, you're technically if you came back like Calvin Johnson, right? If he came back today, you'd be on the Lions. Okay. Yeah, your contract doesn't just get just doesn't void out like oh. that. Yeah. The, the money loss. gets weird, but like. Yeah. Um. Like, I think if he retires, I think he's got to give back technically like sixteen million dollars in roster bonuses and mm-hmm. stuff. But if he did decide to come back, unless Tampa Bay actively cuts him mm-hmm. and then he retires, he technically has to come back to be a Buccaneer. Nah. Yeah. Well, that's um. Yeah. I just. And then Tampa goes from being a Super Bowl favorite next year to having Blaine Gabbert be your starting quarterback, and you go so third place in the NFC. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> we had that two-year wonder. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, that's interesting. Um, it's just weird, man. I don't know. That's that is a that's weird to me. I don't know. I I, I think it's a, I I think it's just one of those things where you just you always expect him to be in it at some mm-hmm. point, and for just be like, who's in the playoffs this year? Who are you gonna pick? I don't know. Who do I pick? Usually, I just default to Brady. Every well, now year. it's just to be. Yeah. I default to Mahomes now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's crazy. Um. All right, let's shift focus here a little bit. Uh, let's talk some of these head coaching hires here because I'm a little bit confused on some of these teams and okay. what the hell they're doing. Um, so Nathaniel Hackett, the OC, who doesn't call plays for the Green Bay Packers, is now the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. Yes. Um, which is good for Lions fans because Aaron Glenn did not get hired. He got interviewed for that job. Yeah. Um, he was also getting interviewed for the Saints. Yeah, so we'll talk about Sean Payton in here in a second too, which I think is also pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, let's hope that doesn't be a thing. But uh, and then the other head coaching hire was um, uh, well, there's a name? couple other ones. Well, there's Matt Eberflus gets hired um, by the Bears. Yes. He's the new head coach. Who's the other one? Brian Dable. Oh yeah, and Brian Dable's going to the Giants. Correct. Yep. Um, you know, and then obviously we had the opening that no one expected to be an opening, which with you know with uh, Sean Payton, I guess retiring. I guess mm-hmm. see how long that lasts. Um, I think he just looked at it and he went. Seventy-five million over the cap. He's like, "What did I do with this cap?" I have, I have no quarterback. It's like in Madden when you like mess up your cap really bad. And you're like, "Can I just like retire and yeah. just, like restart this <laughs> yeah, and try again?" Exactly, 
Like, he was like, this I is not. offload contracts. Um, I got a lot of void years I got to throw in here. Yeah, where you turn salary cap off, but you get so far in the hole, they're like, you have to figure out a way to get some of this money off your book. Yeah, you're paying everyone $45 million, <laughs> yeah. even bad players, and you're like, you cannot do yeah, this. you can't do this. You're literally hemorrhaging. Um, but... You know, give it to me so far, Mike, out of the, out of those hires that we've had, is there one for you that sticks out like, oh, yeah, that's definitely a good hire or vice versa? One where you just go, oh, that's a that's a Well, yeah, so if I, if I rank them, I would, yeah. rank the, I would rank the Dable one. Was Dable your number one person on your list if you were looking for somebody, period? period? Uh, generally, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess it, it's very dependent on the situation, I guess, but I would yeah. say generally, yes. Yeah. Um, Dable was one. There's no defensive coaches right now. In the in, in in the conference championship games, they're all offensive guys. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, uh, Hackett would be two, and then the Bears guy would be three for me. Yeah. Um, Brian Dable, I'm a big fan. I'm a big supporter of getting the opposite coordinator of whatever your head coach is as your right. as your guy. Mm-hmm. So um, Dable running what is Josh Allen's offense yep. is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Three more times than not. So I think Dable does a great job on the offense, and I think the Giants. Even though they're paying a lot of money in their defense, I think their defense is at least decent to okay to good. Yeah. I think they really need to fix their quarterback and their offense situation. So I think Dable can help find an off- well help find some either a quarterback and or just help find some pieces mm-hmm. to help there. So I, I love the Dable hire. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the Hackett hire for Denver is solely yeah to recruit. Can we recruit Aaron Rodgers here? I feel yeah. like like and yeah, <laughs> like I would not be shocked is if next year if yeah. they're bad and they don't get Aaron Rodgers that he is gone. Yeah. Um, would you be crazy? Yeah. And then the Chicago one, I just know the least about him and yeah. I I just think Chicago is a bad spot. So not necessarily that I think the hire is bad. Yeah. I'm just like them and the Texans are the two where I'm like those are the least attractive ones to me to go to. We talked about it off air, right, where I was a little bit surprised that Eberflus got the job and I think a lot of fans actually had a bit of an exhale that Jim Caldwell was passed up for that job because you know, when you look at the Chicago Bears job, what what redeeming quality do you have there, right? I, there's a couple, in my opinion. There's one is ownership is patient. Number two, um, you you think you may have your future in in, in Justin Fields, right? Mm-hmm. But you have an aging defense. Your offensive line is atrocious. You're losing your number one wide receiver in Allen Robinson, who I know was hurt this year, but he's still your number one guy. Yeah. Um, you have no first round pick this year. Mm-hmm. Um. And you're coming off a four-win season, five-win season, whatever the hell they're at. So there's a lot of negativity in Chicago right now, right? Mm-hmm. But if you think you have your quarterback, a lot of those problems magically disappear, right? Yeah. So to hire a defensive-minded head coach is very confusing to me. Now, Eberflus has been on the radar for years now, right? Like, that Colts defense has been number one or number two in points, you know, like scoring defense and takeaways. He's a very good defensive coordinator. Um, and they've done a lot there in Indianapolis. But – at the same time, when you have a guy like Jim Caldwell, who I am not a quote-unquote fan of, but he has proven he worked with Peyton, he worked with Flacco, he worked with Stafford, you know, like there's proof in the pudding there that he can do things with quarterbacks. He's a very good quarterback guy. So if you want to take Justin Fields to that next level, I feel like Caldwell should have been the, the higher here mm-hmm. just for that. Now, Caldwell's not going to win you a Super Bowl. Yeah, but Caldwell's going to get you back to balanced a little bit, maybe mm-hmm. get you back to 500, and then you can go, okay, got the quarterback, and give you some time to develop and to get some players around there, especially because you don't have a first-round pick this year, to, okay, 
let's tread water a little bit let's fix it right let's figure out where we need to go do we need to tear it down okay but we've got the we got the quarterback here maybe we can start moving some of these higher name assets the akeem hicks of the world to get some picks back let's get younger let's try to refill the tank rather than getting a defensive guy who's probably going to want to be like no we need all these guys we need to i need to turn the defense around and then hope that you hire the right offensive mm-hmm. mind to take the guy that take the kid to the next level yeah it's just it's seems like you're throwing a lot more question marks out there. Yeah, I think and, it's just, and a first-time head coach down the line. Yeah, I think I think it's more of a risky proposition. I think yeah. it can work. Oh, well, I definitely think it can work. Yeah, but I think it's a lot riskier than yeah. the other option, mm-hmm. and so that's why he's my like the least yeah. of the three. Like I think I think Dable has a really good shot of figuring it out in New if York. They can, if they can figure out the quarterback spot, no matter what it is, whether they go get Russ or whatever, if they get Russ or yeah. they just draft a yeah. guy that he really likes mm-hmm. because he's, he's the guy who, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure he's the guy who found Allen. Like, cause he wasn't he there when they drafted him. Like he was the guy who was yeah, like, he was I OC. want John. Yeah. He, he was the OC. Well, I he was, know. I heard that he was the one that was like, I think we need Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And well, then they, they drafted him. They needed a quarterback period. Yeah. But when it came up to them, they, he yeah. was he was the guy that he was pounding going the for. for yeah, pounding the table for him. Yeah. And he then look be. look where he came out. So I'm like, if he's a good quarterback guy, mm-hmm. I think he could find one for the New York. And then obviously, I think Denver's just for Aaron Rodgers. So I, and if you get Aaron Rodgers, you're set. Yeah, because so. Hackett to me, I go, I don't really know what why that that doesn't yeah. really inspire any confidence in me necessarily no. unless you know okay listen i can maybe get Aaron. but now we're seeing reports that he's already talked with management with green bay and they've kind of planned out what the next season's supposed to look like which i don't know how you can have that planned out when you don't have Devonte adams signed and you're still 40 million over the cap yeah don't understand how that works but i digress so yeah that's an interesting one out of the remaining jobs what's the worst place to go so you have the saints in yeah. 75 million dollars of cap hell Minnesota, who is, I think, still technically over the cap, but not nearly as bad, but you've got not a great roster. Yeah. Um, you've got the Raiders. You've got... Are Jack- the Raiders officially open yet? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're interviewing guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, apparently, there's there's rumors out there that apparently there's supposed to be some sort of New England contingent coming there with uh, McDaniels and somebody. Josh oh, McDaniels okay. coming. Apparently. apparently sure, that, sure. That's, that's a rumor I've heard, at least. Uh, the Raiders... Um and Jacksonville and Houston. Yes, out of those. Wow, there's five, five left. Good lord. Um, which one's the least enticing? There's a lot. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a few where I would be like, I don't want to touch that. Um, I would say the Texans is probably the least enticing. Yeah. But it's see the problem is so the Saints cap is just awful yeah but i think their roster is relatively good and even if you lose three four five guys or whatever i think they can they're so good in the draft Mm -hmm. their gm is so good that they just find people to replace those guys so um i'm not as worried for the saints so the saints wouldn't be awful i think minnesota has some talent at least offensively that they can work with Mm -hmm. so that's not like if you hired someone to help the defense out a little better um, i think the offense can figure it out yeah Uh, jacksonville i think you have Trevor Lawrence and a relatively younger team, so I yeah. think that's a fun spot to be. Uh, the Raiders were literally just the five seed, mm-hmm. got rid of their coach. So like, gotta figure out if you can get yeah, you just got you're definitely getting Derek Carr. Well, apparently he's if you depending, if, depending on how who the head coach is, yeah, exactly. They may want to leave. So. Um, yeah, so I would say Houston's probably the least yeah. on the list, but even Houston, 
is older, but they were playing hard this year. Like oh, they yeah. they wanted yeah, it for sure. So yeah. I'm like, if you got some younger I don't, I don't pieces really in think there, they should have fired David Cohen. I, thought I don't he was think a nice so either. Job with a bad roster, you know. I think he got the team to buy in. Yeah. No, I don't think he's a very good coach, but I think he earned the right yeah. to not get fired after. Like I feel like that's like if like the Lions just oh, fired Miami. Dan Campbell. Who's Miami got? Oh, Miami, they don't have anyone yeah, either. Miami, yeah. But I I feel like the Houston Texans job. It's like oh, the Lions just fired Dan Campbell after because they only won three games. I'd be like. But, what? Yeah, but right. he, they yeah. did fine at the yeah. second. Like I was like, yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't understand that necessarily. Right. Same thing with the Texans. I just don't understand why they fired him. Miami, yeah. Miami's a very enticing job. A really good defense. Yeah. Um, a young offense, and yeah, if you only have to figure, yeah, if you only have to figure out the quarterback spot and the rest of your team flourishes, I think that's a pretty good spot to be in. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see, you know, what they do there. I'm interested, you know, there's the couple spots like the Raiders. I feel like are tough, not because of anything in particular. It's just like. You're, you're in a weird spot team-wise, right? Like, you're good enough to make the playoffs, but, like, consistently are you good enough to make the playoffs? Or is it just because the Colts crapped the bed? Mm-hmm. Like, so they're, like, they're a weird Well, they would have, yeah, I was going to say, they would have made the playoffs regardless. No, no, but, but I'm saying, yeah. like, like, like are, they, are we good enough to just make the playoffs, or are we good enough to win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Right? Like, where, where do we need to go? What do we have to do to get to that next spot? Do mm-hmm. we have those, you know, do we have the foundation in place mm-hmm. to get there? Um, Houston is an absolute dumpster fire from an ownership perspective, right? Yeah. Nick Casario, I don't feel like he knows what the hell he's doing. I, I really don't. I think like people like give him a lot of credit for the New England success, but I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like they have the full brick. I also don't really know if I really want to go to Minnesota because I think there's a lot of decisions that are being refused to be made here a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, they hired the Browns assistant GM or director of player personnel to be the uh, head coach. I know Harbaugh is getting an exploratory call apparently from them. Um, but Minnesota is a tough one for me because, you know, is Kirk Cousins your guy? Is he not the guy? Do we need to find a quarterback? Right. You got 40 million tied to him. Um, your defense is getting older, you know, so there's a lot of question marks there. I agree with you. I think that Miami is probably the best spot to go right now from, uh, I mean, you've got cap space, you've got picks, you know, really, you've just got to figure out who is your guy. Exactly. Um, and there's no harm in, like, drafting a, like, yeah. Sam Howell and just have a little quarterback competition. Oh, yeah. Especially because the rest of your team you is relatively— You have multiple first-round picks. What? You have multiple first-round picks. Exactly. So if you use yeah. one of them on a quarterback that you like and you go, okay, it's either you or two will fight it out yeah. and you find the best guy out of there. Like, competition's always really good for yeah. camp and everything, too. So I think Miami's in a relatively good spot. Do you think forward. Sean Payton coaches again or do you think he's done-done? Oh, I think he goes back. Yeah. yeah. I think just he just wants to go somewhere else. Where is he going to go? Dallas? You think so? Yeah. That'd be unfortunate. I kind of hope he comes here. What if he comes here? What if he's like, I just miss Dan Campbell so much. I want to become be the OC for you guys. <laughs> no chance. Let me live, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I think they're gonna go. Wow, Mike McCarthy, you still don't understand the rules of football? That's crazy. We're getting you out. His press if conference. You're Sean Payton, though, would you really want to go to that dumpster fire of an organization? Dallas is so poorly run. They're just yeah. so poorly run. That is a Super Bowl level roster that they have managed to throw away. I will I will say this though. If they don't run a quarterback dive with fourteen seconds left and no timeouts, yeah. I think they have a they have at least a chance of winning the game. I, I don't disagree with you. And so I, I blame that on the head coach who yeah. doesn't understand the rules of football yeah. to uh coach. I think Sean Payton does understand I the rules. I also blame of a little bit on Dak where if the, you're, if, also, if you're yes. telling Moore who's supposed to be interviewing for a whole bunch of head coaching jobs as well which is crazy um it's get the first down and slide yeah not run 20 yards yeah then slide. i just i just i will always go back to that press conference him going yeah the center can spot the ball and i go 
No, when? Yeah, when? Never. Literally when? Well, in flag football, when yeah. we're playing in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. When, when we put our own flags on, there's no ref. I can spot the ball. Oh, yeah, not in an NFL playoff game. You can't spot the ball. Oh, oh God. God. If, if, if Dan Campbell ever came out and said that in a press conference, I would be like, fire him right now. Yeah. That's not good. It's not good. It's it's the similar to the called ball. We thought they were going to do the back and forth type of thing. And you go, they have Aaron Rodgers. He's yeah. going to chuck the ball. Yeah, he's throwing the ball deep. He's yeah. going to throw a Hail Mary. Yeah. You know how his success rate on Hail Marys is weirdly really good? I know. He's not going to do a back and forth thing at the 45-yard line. Did you know he has not, does not have a win if he is trailing by one point in the fourth quarter? Aaron Rodgers. In the playoffs or in general? I think, I think in the playoffs for sure. But I don't believe in the regular season. I, his record I, is he didn't poopy. he didn't he beat no going into the fourth quarter if he's down oh. by a point like going in the fourth quarter I wouldn't be shot. Isn't that weird? That's a weird stat, yeah. isn't it? I know in the playoffs I think he is. I think he's over. Like uh, if he I, is trailing in the fourth, I don't. Quarter, I can't. I can't believe that in the regular that. season. I feel yeah, like I feel like it's too many games. But like yeah, I mean, I've watched, I've sure. watched him come back. I yeah. feel like a few times. I can't like now. Yeah. I can't. I think like the 49ers this year in like week three. Down? I'm pretty down? sure they were down mm. going into the fourth quarter. This is an interesting stat, though. But I, I could believe the playoffs because I don't. The only one that like shoots out to me is the Dallas one where he made that sideline throw. But yeah. I think they were leading most of the game. Yeah. I think Dallas just like came back and right. then he made the last second throw. But like, I guess that's isn't that crazy though. Like, I guess it's that like, makes sense. He's losing by just a point, going into the fourth. Yeah, I he can't. Just never can I get back to it. That's I so weird. I can't think of a game where he did come back in the playoffs. I guess, and won. So I don't either, actually. Unless during his Super Bowl run, he did. I don't. Yeah, I, that was too long ago. I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been you know, fifteen years. It's <laughs> eleven years, but you know who's counting. Well, by the end of it, when he doesn't win anymore in Denver. Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> he's got fifteen years. Yeah, that's fine. Um, all right, that's gonna be it for this week's show, though, guys. Um, next week we'll talk. I don't know, Rumble Fallout. I don't know what, what we're gonna Super talk about. Bowl. Oh, we're gonna talk about Super Bowl. Clearly, yeah. Sorry, I'm you, you even I'm, know, dude. I'm so, I'm so still. I'm, I'm bumming hard. Okay, yeah. I'm bumming. Bumming that's hard fine. on the staff for making the Super no, Bowl. No, no, I'm bumming hard on the Rumble. Stuff, oh, okay, so okay. I'm, I'm st- it's we're not even 24 hours released yet. Yeah, if Stafford makes Super Bowl, I am gonna come in here crying tears of joy. So, um, that'd be a great day for me. I'll be, be happy of, to a certain extent. Be a lot of vindication for me. Because uh, at least we get a good Super Bowl out of it. And yes. We don't ha- and we don't yes. get 49ers, Chiefs, and I go, four Chiefs by 30? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's not have that. But that's going to be it for this week's show, though, guys. Yeah, next week we're going to do a whole deep dive on the Super Bowl, all the ins and outs of it. It's probably going to dictate probably the entire show, if I had to guess, unless anything crazy happens. Um, but that's probably going to be it for this week's show. And, yeah, so I'll be ready. Lots of stuff. And then after that, Draft season, baby. I am excited. So excited. So, so excited. excited. Very excited. Two personal even, picks. I was going to say, even though the first one, we know exactly who they're taking. Generally. Yeah, I got some scenarios I want to throw at you, though, because I, I want to see what you I want to see what you say. It's not going to happen. Huh? It's not going to happen. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Okay. Don't, 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 don't shit on my dreams just yet. You don't even know. Okay. I, can, I can make you a sweet, sweet offer. I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's going to be for this week's show, guys, though. On behalf of the Mystic Whale Man, he's the Merc, so Mike Merkel. I'm the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Decker. We will see you guys, as always, next time.